I do personally is I listen to a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 30 to 40 minutes a day in the morning time as mm-hmm. I'm getting ready. Okay. And the reason why I do that is because when I do hit those those potholes, because mm-hmm. you're gonna hit them. Yeah. Yes. Right. But the kids don't let it. Don't let it. Even if you get a flat tire, don't stop. Right. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. When I hit those potholes, I know how to self talk. Right. I know what I need to tell myself. Yes. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome you to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. Uh, today, I have the pleasure of uh, speaking to Gene. Uh, it's someone I met in the gym. Uh, we, have y'all probably noticed, a lot of these podcasts have come with people that I go to the gym with. I had an opportunity to, I think, talk to maybe like four people I go to the gym with, which is very interesting to me because you find yourself doing life with people. Uh, and, and one way that I do life with a lot of people is right there at the gym. We got our uh, 5.45 to 6 o'clock crew. That's the time we get there mm-hmm. and we work out. So uh, Gene uh, was very interested in jumping on the podcast. I know we got a lot of stuff to share. And like I always say, this is people coming on a show and just explaining to you what they do for themselves. And I am often say none of this stuff is cookie cutter. Uh, none of this stuff is absolute. It's just people sharing their heart and sharing uh, with everyone things that they do for themselves uh, to get through this life, man, because it could be tough sometimes. So uh, Gene, I'm going to pass it to you, man. If you can share a little bit about so, yourself with the people, man. Whatever it is you want to share with us with your heart. So. What's up, everybody? Um, I'm Gene Ringgold. Um, born and raised in, in Hartford County, Maryland. I am a dad. I am uh, a future husband. <laughs> yeah. I am an entrepreneur and an all-around hustler, man. So thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Man, Gene, I, I really, really appreciate it, man. Uh this, this is great, man. So, like I said, this is the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. Uh, I know something about you. I do know that you're an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that could be tough. And I, I hadn't thought about this before, but I'm thinking about it now. The fact that we went through COVID, man. COVID was, gosh, that was not too long ago. No. But it, oftentimes when things, when we have pain, we kind of feel it. And then when, when the pain goes away... We oftentimes don't remember exactly when the pain left. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that you have a businessman is still going. I could just think in my mind that had to be a tough time. But just things in general. I know you're. Mm-hmm. A, I know you're a parent. Uh, yeah. You're a black male in America. You know that comes with a challenge. Yeah. All kind of different things, man. So I'm just excited to have you on the show, man, for yeah, you to for share sure. uh, the things that you do, man. The reason you show up. You know what keeps you going. What keeps man, you motivated. I, I first and foremost, I, I feel like I always tell people, you know. I didn't. I don't have no choice but to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, um, and it, it starts. It all starts with my grandparents. You know, my my grandfather worked at um, at SciTech in Happy Grace, okay. which is like a manufacturing company, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was a blue collar worker. Yeah. My grandmother was a was a custodian at the yeah. community college, right? Wow. Yeah. My grandmother, my other grandmother, she was um she worked at the mess hall at the on the military base. Oh wow. Okay. Right. So then you fast forward to my parents. My mother was uh, my mother had a daycare. She did like she did in home daycare when mm-hmm. I was growing up. And then um, from there she went and she worked at um, she went and worked for a manufacturing company, mm-hmm. right? Uh, called DNL. Then it changed to I forget the name of it. And then my father was a um, my father was a deputy sheriff. 
Okay. Right. But before then, he was a, he was a, he was a, a trash man, and then he worked at Job Corps. So yeah. all my life, all I knew was you gotta get up off your ass and work. So so all I knew growing up was like watching them was just they just grind. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. And, and my father used to tell me like, look, man, like you know we do this so you don't have to mm. work as hard for yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. And so that always sat with me, and I'm like, man, no matter what I do, you know, I, I gotta. I gotta even when I want to quit, I can't because they didn't quit. Mm -hmm. yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like they, yeah, yes. my grandfather retired and then he died shortly after. Same thing with my grandmother. My yeah. grandmother was, you know, she was she retired. You know, a couple years after she retired, she passed away. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, man, I didn't want that to be me. So I felt mm -hmm. like I couldn't be in the street, even though I was doing. You know, I, I you know I played in the streets here and there. Yeah. I knew it was in the back of my mind. I'm like, this ain't no career for me. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is, you know, obviously I can't, I can't let this lifestyle, you know, catch up to me or whatever. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta put my, my brain to work. And, mm -hmm. and growing yeah. up, my, my father always told me, I was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, you're too smart for your own good. <laughs> you know, because I, yeah. I was a type of kid that I could always hustle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and I was always doing, I had like a little t-shirt business at one time. I was painting sneakers at one time. Mm -hmm. I was making custom CDs well, at one gonna time. You going to make some money. <laughs> yeah, I, I just always loved that, that yeah. like, you know, being able to go make, earn your own dollar, yeah, you yeah. know? So, um, but a lot of people don't know, like I still have a full-time job, you know? So okay. my, my business is, is um, you know, I tell people we're, we're a small company with a big vision, yeah. right? But um, but I still work a nine to five, and, and my business is still small. It's still growing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is just to show you how things line up, right? Like, you don't know you don't know what I'm going through or what, mm -hmm. what I've been going through. But, yeah. you know, trying to build a business, and it's hard. You face a ton of adversity mm -hmm. that people don't talk about, yeah. right? You see, you go on Facebook, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm living it up. I, I'm a business owner. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's like, you know, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Everybody's a boss mm -hmm. until those invoices come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. You yes. get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and so we've ex I've experienced over the past couple years since I've been in business just the adversity. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I didn't go to college. So this yeah. is my college. And I've spent a lot of money learning. I probably lost the the same amount of money equivalent to someone that that went to college or was yeah. paying for yeah, college, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. So um, that that to be honest, and, and I know I've been a little long winded. No, no, but, you're good, um, man. Ain't, ain't long winded. No, I'm not <laughs> good. But um, but that that's that and my and my kids are why mm -hmm. I I show up every day. Yeah, because my my dad was very very um very strategic and, and methodical when he when he told us when we was running like he made sure we felt special like listen mm -hmm. you're you're the one that's going to change this this yeah. this this uh family uh trajectory mm -hmm. you know what i mean in some way um shape or, or fashion right mm -hmm. so i have a younger brother he's a, he goes to stevenson university mm -hmm. and he he said the most crazy thing he was like you know he's taking business classes because i and doing business. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. just that little shift in our mm -hmm. family. Yeah, in the mindset, in right? In mindset, yes, right? Yeah. So, you know, my, my father didn't, um, he couldn't he couldn't really teach me about good credit because he didn't have good credit. Yeah, yes. So when I went to him about it, I'm like, yo, like, dad, like, why didn't you teach me this thing? He's like, bro, I can't teach you nothing that I didn't know. Yeah. So when he said that, I was like, oh, wow. So it drove me even more mm. that, I, okay, yeah. cool. He, I got to make sure that I learn as much as I can mm -hmm. so I can pass on as much as yeah, I can. Yeah, but we, yes. I think a lot of times we don't think about that, mm -hmm. the, the little things that we don't know. We don't think about what we don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
um, as a parent. So, um, but yeah, man, that's why, you know, I show up every day. Mm -hmm. You know, the bottom line is a lot of people are counting on me. Yeah. And I know. Yeah, that, that was that was very, very good, man. And it's a couple of things that you talked about that sure. I want to definitely come back around to. Mm -hmm. When you mentioned, uh, this is my college, it, it makes me think about, I think about, like I communicate a lot through sports. Mm -hmm. And I think about LeBron James, man. When he came into the NBA, uh, he was right out of high school. No yeah. college, right? Nope. And then I remember him mentioning, I remember later on him mentioning when he went to Miami. Like he came back to Cleveland, I think he mentioned mm -hmm. Miami was almost like college for him, an opportunity to go to college, yep. you know, and it's amazing how, because I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I know a lot of people may struggle with that, right yeah. there, what you said, yeah. didn't have a chance to go to college nope. because society teaches us high school, college, career, right? Sure, yeah. And college is probably not made for everybody or everybody doesn't have the opportunity to go to college, Right. but it still doesn't mean that you can't provide something uh very valuable to society right you know what i mean yeah, and absolutely. you kind of navigate and like you said this is my college yeah. like kind of learning and being yep. self-taught yep i think I, you know for me um uh, i'm probably one of those people who i'm very competitive yeah okay? so super competitive <laughs> mm -hmm. um so whatever i apply myself to yeah i know i'll be have some form of success mm -hmm. i know that about yeah, myself yeah. Mm -hmm. but when i got to college man i was just like man this is this is not where it's at for me. Yeah. I, I wasn't excited about it. Mm. Certain classes I was. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like psychology. I like the business classes that I was taking. But I didn't feel like... I, at one class, I, I remember sitting there thinking like, damn, they're just creating me to be a worker. Mm. Because my, my college professor, he was teaching me business. But I'm like, you're a college professor. You're not retired. You're not retired from your career and you mm -hmm. come to do this. Like, you're not that much older than me mm -hmm. so it's like okay so you you're telling me you want the college you got this this high high dollar education yeah and you're still you're not that far ahead of me like your your salary is damn near obtainable to me yeah you, you get what yeah, i'm saying yeah. so i was like man this isn't where it was at and um i, f I forget who it was somebody told me they was like um you know college it's so because i was like I, I was thinking about like you know dropping out mm -hmm. you know and because uh, I, was, I was I was young, I was having a kid, I was yeah. working two jobs, yeah. I was grinding, like I, mm -hmm. I wasn't just sitting around going yeah, to school, yeah. like I was really grinding, and I was like, man, I'm thinking about dropping out, and, and, I, and I was like really like embarrassed about it, mm -hmm. yeah, and it wasn't real. that I couldn't handle the workload, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was because I just felt like, well, if I drop out, then I'm mm -hmm. never going to make it, yes, right, yes. And, and I remember, um, oh, I remember who his name, his name was, uh, one of my mentors, his name is Michael Micklin, he, um, he, I work worked for him, he was like, listen, if you don't go to college, mm -hmm. it's okay, you just have to find something that you're passionate about, yes. and then pursue it. Yes. As if you were going to college. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it'll pay off. And yes. I was like, and that stuck with me. And that, yes. I mean, you're talking, bro, years ago mm -hmm. when you told yeah. me that. And so I was just like, all right. And then I realized, like, I'm a, um, I'm a visual learner. Yeah. And college is um very textile. Yes. Um, and I'm very, I'm a hands-on learner. And if you look at my grades, I excelled in classes like art. Mm -hmm. I excelled in classes like math. Yes. Right? Like <laughs> all the class. Yeah. But if you look at my, again, you look at my grades, English, I was terrible. 
<laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? My Me spelling, too, man. my spelling was terrible. Same I couldn't. Same, it, I mean, it was same, just same, like yeah. all the classes that required a lot of textile, even science. Mm-hmm. Science to me was terrible because yeah. if you look up a one of these big scientific words and you look up the dictionary, it's a bunch of little scientific words inside. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll never nucleus maximus. Wow, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. So, so I was like, I gotta find something that's gonna allow me to. Um, to really thrive in, in with my learning ability. Yes. I, I even my high school. I went to a technical high school. Okay. Yeah. I went to I went to a public high school my freshman year, mm-hmm. and my grades were subpar. Like they were yeah. like C's. Yeah. I transferred school to mm-hmm. Hartford Technical High School, where it was more hands on, more yeah. practical. I didn't make honorable, but I was a I was a B student. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I think. Like understanding how I learn changes yeah. everything for me. Yeah, so. I, and I think that's really good, man. Because as you're talking, I'm saying to myself, show up for yourself. Show up in the capacity that yeah. you can be successful. Right. Like my son, for example, I talked to him. Hey, Demaris, you know, when you think about going to college, he's like, Dad, I'm thinking about going to a trade school. You know, and I'm like, nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it at nothing. all, man. And I think it's it's great for you to share that, man. For people who may be listening mm-hmm. that are younger and that's struggling with. I need to go to college. I need to go to college. It's like, no, go to where you can, you can be successful. You know, that you can be, you can, you can reap the fruits. And then something else that you did share is you said, you know, the experience that I gained is almost like, yeah, I did maybe spend money here and there. And it was like me paying for college, but I'm learning as I'm going. You know what I mean? That was really, really good. And then something else, man, that you mentioned with your dad, and I just want to come back and touch on this. Mm -hmm. When you said your dad made you feel special. And when you said your dad made you feel special, it automatically made me come up with the question of, does your dad, like, almost validating you, allow you to have more people in your life from the standpoint of you able to accept people for who they are? Like, you don't have to search around no. for somebody to, sh- like, stroke your ego or Never. say, Gene, you're this or that, because no. you had that foundation yeah, I, built in you. He, you know, made, you know he I mean? made sure that I... So I was... I'm very fortunate and blessed, bro. Mm-hmm. Like... Like when I even when I talk about my dad, I get emotional mm-hmm. um, just because of how much he's he poured into me. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm able to I, like with me, I know how to walk into a room and be me. Yes, that's you, you know what I mean. Man. I don't have a, I never I never walked into a room and was like, oh, let me go, let mm-hmm. me go follow behind this guy. Yes, like he yeah. made sure he's to tell us like. You're not gonna worship no other man. You get yes. what I mean? Like yeah, you, yeah. you be you. They'll follow. Like you know yes. what I mean? So so that was one of the things that he put. He really made sure that I understood that I never had to follow the yeah. crowd. Yes, ever. Yes, you know. Um, and then just telling me and making like he would point out things like, like look at look at these. Like a lot of my friends, <laughs> they didn't have a dad. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. that's mm-hmm. just the world we live in, yeah. right? Yeah. So my dad was. A lot of my friends' dad. Yes. And yeah. even now, he runs the um, Hartford County. Um, uh, he's the president of the Hartford County um, Football League, right? Okay. Or the football uh, program. Sorry. Um, so, uh, a lot of the guys that he coached, mm-hmm. and a lot of guys that he was mentoring back then, they they look to him as that that figure as well, yeah. right? Yeah. So, a lot of my friends that didn't listen and didn't have that mentorship that did end up getting in trouble or were getting in trouble. He always made sure he would stop and be like, yo, they're making bad decisions mm-hmm. because, you know, they're not taught. Yes. They're not. But I'm showing you how to make great decisions. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you that you're special. Mm-hmm. You're different yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you don't have you know better. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And he was very, uh, very strategic about who he placed me around. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, my uncle, 
I love my, my uncle. That's my guy. He um, you know, he did he did a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, um, because he made a lot of mistakes yeah. um, when he was younger. But when he came home, my dad never shouted me for my uncle and yeah. be like, "Nah, I want you hanging around." No, he actually pushed me to him, mm-hmm. and and my uncle taught me the other side of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my dad knew it, you know, but he he uh, he also knew that he wanted me to be educated yes. with that side of life. So I again because education. Uh, ignorance costs more than education. He didn't want me to make those ignorant mistakes. Yes. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Um, same thing with my football coaches. Mm-hmm. It was a time when, when I was growing up, I, I stayed more, spent more time in my football coach house than I was at my own house. Yes. You know, but but he knew what that what my coach offered. He was younger. He knew I would listen to him. He was a little bit at that time. He was a little bit more cooler. He dressed mm-hmm. younger. Yeah. You know, my dad was old school. Like yeah, at that yeah, time, yes. he was like he wasn't with that. He, yeah. But he understood. He knew like okay, my son's gonna gravitate to him. Yes. He's a cool guy. Listen, mm-hmm. when my son's in your care. I need you to press these things on him. Mm-hmm. And he did. That yeah. guy pushed education. He 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 pushed my confidence. He hey, yeah. you're different. You guys are cooler. These kids, I see them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. He. Everything that my dad was saying, he, my my father used him as a vessel for yeah. for me. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, that's that's good, man. Uh, I, I again, man, you dropping some like legit <laughs> nuggets. I told y'all uh, would be transparent, man. Yeah, yeah. I and I, and I just would. wrote down. I said the power of a man, spe- specifically a father, speaking into his son's life. It's, like how powerful of that, how powerful that is. You know, for me, unfortunately, and it's nobody's fault other than my biological father. You know, deciding that hey. He's not going to be in my life, right? You know what I mean. I have a stepdad, yeah, but my biological father didn't. didn't, He wasn't in my life. You know what I'm saying? My father, I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, is my stepdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But if you ask anybody, Mm -hmm. they never knew that 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 was he wasn't my biological father. It's a man that's there, right? Speaking into your life, it's just such a a powerful thing. And then also what you shared, man, with how you know being. Being that man that other kids and other people can look up to, because mm-hmm. I can think of myself, a friend of mine, uh, Ty Shelton, his dad, I can remember, man, as a kid, when I was in high school, his dad was almost like a snapshot of what I wanted to be, like, because I was wow. able to see Ty's family, and right. how it was just a picture of, like, man, a person that has a you know, husband, wife together, kids are successful. Yeah. They have a home. It's like the snap on the build the right. Cosby's right, right there right. in front of you. know what I mean? You're like, oh, okay. The reason this I want a... to work for UPS. So right. it's like kind of paying that forward yeah. and taking a snapshot and having that man in your life. And that's why, once again, I felt like it was so significant for you to want to come on a show and speak because yeah. it's like, once again, a, another man coming forth and talking. Because women sure. are very open, you know, willing oh, to oh, be man. vulnerable. Yep. But to get men to come and speak, too, because we have a role. We all mm-hmm. have roles. Men are not better than women. Women are not better than men. We just all have our Different roles. roles. Absolutely. And we kind of show up. And our roles can change and, and, and switch. It's not, mm-hmm. nothing is absolute. Uh, but it's just, it's just, just awesome, man. And then ignorance costs more than mistakes. Ignorance costs more than education. Ignorance costs more than education. Yeah. Ignorance costs more than education. Yeah, th- think about this, right? I never heard that, man. Check this out. I'll give you a perfect example. <laughs> we, just, yeah. we just experienced it, right? Yeah. We was talking about, like, for example, um, and I'm, I'm gonna touch on something you said about your son too, because I, I I don't know if you know this, but I'm gonna touch. Mm-hmm. So so, uh, an electrician, right? Yeah. You you need to hang up that fan mm-hmm. that you just showed me. Like man, I yeah. gotta hang up that fan in my guest yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, and I can put it up. I'm, you, I'm just being you lazy. Can, you <laughs> yeah. can put it up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why why can you put it up? Because I I kind of taught myself. Because you know yeah. how. Yeah. So you're educated enough mm-hmm. to hang that fan, right? Yeah. Yes. But suppose you didn't know how to hang that fan. Mm-hmm. Who are you gonna call? It's about to cost me. 
it's gonna cost you more. <laughs> wow. yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. That, that electrician yeah. gonna come in and be like, oh, it's gonna be five hundred dollars. You like to hang that? <laughs> like, all right, man. And he like, yeah, I do it for two fifty. You like, oh, it sounds like you giving me a discount. Mm-hmm. And then he it take him 10, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. then he take you two fifty and he roll out. Why? Because he's educated. You yes. are. So so when you look at that, you're like, for me when I when I realized that, I was like, man, like again, I, the money that I lost wasn't because. It was. It wasn't because I, I I intentionally did something wrong. Mm-hmm. It just was because I was uneducated. Yeah. Right. So I try to I try to educate myself as much as I can, with you know when on, on the things that I'm looking for. I'm trying to accomplish before mm-hmm. I even move. Like that was the first. Cause I'm like, man, this is this could be a fifteen hundred dollar mistake. I per, I'll tell you a story real quick. I made I just made a fifty thousand dollar mistake. Whew. Yeah. Real stuff. Okay, so in Baltimore City, they have this thing called CHAP, mm-hmm. right? And which basically is a tax credit they give you for uh, preserving the architect- architectural features of a property. Okay. Right? So I went and I got a demo permit mm-hmm. approved by the Baltimore City. So when I called my CHAP guy to do my application, he said, man, I can't do it because you just pulled the demo permit. So... If I put this application in, they're going to deny it. And I was like, why? Because they, they already know that you're demoing it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, really? He was like, yeah. He said, you should have never did that. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's a $50,000 mistake. Because now what it does is, uh, in short, I bought the house for, I bought the house for $17,000. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying taxes on $17,000, even when it's all fixed up pretty and worth 200 and some thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So think about that. I got a 200 and some thousand dollar house and I'm paying the taxes on a $17,000 house. That's what that credit does. Yeah. But now I got to pay because I didn't do the paperwork properly or because I, I did I did the process out of order. Now when the house is 200 and some thousand dollars, I'm paying taxes on a 200 and some thousand dollars. <laughs> for the, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so you yeah. do that over five to 10 years. Yeah. That's $50,000. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was upset because mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But I realized now I can take that education mm-hmm. and I can go and charge somebody a couple dollars to make sure that they don't do it. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yes. That makes sense, man. Yeah. All right, man. I uh, So with, with the question I said, like the final question, man, you yeah. shared a lot of a lot of good stuff, man. Yeah. If it's anybody listening to the show, man, and they find themselves working in a business, so anything that you mm-hmm. shared or talked about, man, what kind of advice... Would you have for folks, man, or just with your experience of showing up and and you talked about your dad and you yeah. know those who may not have a pops. Yeah, for life, those you know? that those people who don't have that um, that person to lean on or um, or friend to call, um, I would tell them and no, you, you gotta. What I do personally is I listen to a motivational motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty to forty minutes a day in the morning time as mm-hmm. I'm getting ready. Okay. And the reason why I do that is because when I do hit those those potholes, because mm-hmm. you're gonna hit them. Yeah. Yes. Right. But the kids don't let it. Don't let it. Even if you get a flat tire, don't stop. Right. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. When I hit those potholes, I know how to self talk. Right. I know what I need to tell myself. Yes. Right. A. You're not the only one. You can't quit. You come this far. Mm-hmm. This is the difference between yeah. average and above average people. Mm-hmm. They stop here. Yes. They stopped at this moment. So I always tell people, you, you, the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Yes. Be consistent. Yes. Right. Be consistent. Um, 
and I'm actually I actually just made up this formula in my head, but it was uh let me see if I can get it. It was like I sent it to Cliff the other day, and I was like, I, I'm on this consistency kick. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I really am. I'm on this consistency. Yeah. You don't. You just have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I might show up at the gym. I might not lift one weight. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm gonna show up in that gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might just walk on the treadmill. I might mm-hmm. just do it for five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. Cool. The next day I might do fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Next day I might go back to five. But if I show up every single yes. day, yes, man. If I show up every single day, mm-hmm. I will see some results. You will. Yes. Right. And so I I apply that to everything that I'm doing because mm-hmm. you're gonna have those bad days. Yeah. Right. And you're like, man, I'm gonna get through this day. But then the end of the day comes, you be like, damn, well, this wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you have to, in order to keep showing up, you got you have to have that that self talk. Yeah, self talk. I like that, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I encourage people to to find a way to get that self talk. Um, you know, I read a lot. I try to apply what I read. Mm-hmm. I, I used to try to read a lot of books, right? Like, yeah. oh, let me read all. Let me. I see you got your library yeah, here. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me read all. But now, now mm-hmm. I might read only like one, two, one or two books a year. Yeah. But I try to apply. Everything that I've learned mm-hmm. in those one or two yeah, books, yeah, yeah, you know yes. what I mean. Mm-hmm. In yeah. order to, um, you know, just to, to be better. All right, man. I like the the significance of one step or the significance of one bite. Yeah, it's yeah. just the the power of that. Like the, I think a lot of times with you really do need that one penny to if you striving to be a millionaire. Yeah, that penny is very significant. And I think you, you know have know to quantify mean? things too. I'm yeah. always quantifying things. <laughs> yes. Now. Like uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I was I was getting real frustrated, and he was like, "Yo, you you trying to be a millionaire, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I want to be a millionaire, like mm-hmm. right? We all do, right?" He's like, "All right, well, you plan on making a hundred thousand mistakes." I said, "Say that again." <laughs> he said, "You gonna make you want to you want to make a hundred thousand you want to make a million dollars, right?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah." He said, "Okay, well, you're gonna you're gonna make a hundred thousand mistakes." Yeah. You want to be you want to make two million? You're gonna make two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand mistakes. Mm-hmm. So learning how to quantify things yeah. has helped me. Like, cause mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is normal. Yeah, I'm I'm not the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so yeah. and like I say, in my business right now, man, I mean, I just went to court mm-hmm. <laughs> on Friday for yeah. because I didn't know. Yeah, you know, I I didn't I didn't know, and I ended up getting sued. Mm-hmm. I I could easily stop right now. Yeah, I could have easily walked out of there feeling defeated mm-hmm. and feeling like, oh, well, you know what, this isn't for me. No, okay. Yeah. You know, this is, yeah, this is part of the process. Yeah, yeah. This is part of the process. Show up every day. I'm going to show up because the day that I don't show up, mm-hmm. what's intended for me might be, might show up that day. Yeah. The yeah. day that one day I'm like, I'm going to take <laughs> off that day. Yeah. Right? Could be the day I miss my big break. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to keep showing up. Yeah. You know, so. All right. I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate you inviting yeah. me, man. I, I know we talked about it yeah. for a while. To, to <laughs> and, we, and we did it, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. Until next time, peace.